Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to NFL Live presented by NerdWallet. The NFL Draft just days away live from Kansas City. The Panthers are on the clock. Will they take Bryce Young? I think Bryce is going to be one of those guys. Ball is ball, and I think Bryce Young is a baller. In clutch moments, Bryce Young is Mr. Reliable. Please it down, field. Oh, what a throw! That's why you're Bryce Young. Bryce Young, in those clutch moments, is who he's always been. And he's the best at it. He's the best since Joe Burrow. I'm going to break the ceiling to the noted name. And that is patented Bryce Young magic. He plays his best under the most pressure. That's why Bryce is Steph Curry, where everything is around him is moving fast, but it doesn't to him. It's my dream to play in the NFL, and whatever team I end up being taken by uh, is a blessing for me. Oh, we made it. The NFL draft this week, just three days away. And with that, many questions remain unanswered until Thursday night. But the three biggest questions to be answered are, number one, quarterback. Is it really Bryce Young at number one? Well, we'll ask our experts in 15 minutes how far C.J. Stroud will fall. Question number two, where do trades happen? How many are there? Thursday night could be wild, y'all. Just wait. And question number three, does the Aaron Rodgers trade with the Packers and Jets get finalized? Reporting is pointed to this week as the next inflection point we hear from the Packers today at 4.30. We've got a report on the latest as well. Glad you're here with us today on NFL Live. We celebrate the week of the draft. We've got Dan Orlovsky here. Swaggo, I love that wave. No one waves better than him. Mina Kimes, you have a great wave too. It was like a princess wave. It was cute. Uh, Mel Kuyper Jr. and Todd McShay are going to join us in a bit as well. And we've got a lot to get to, guys. Let's begin with the Eagles who have two first-round picks, including the 10th overall pick, which they acquired in a trade with the Saints last year, if you remember. Assuming they keep the pick, the Eagles will become the sixth team to make a top-10 pick immediately following a Super Bowl appearance, and the first since the Patriots did that in 2008. That's good news for Jalen Hurts, who spoke to the media today for the first time since signing his five-year $255 million extension last week. Here's what Hurts had to say. Three years ago today, you know, Mr. Leary and Howard had the courage to draft me when no one really understood why and no one knew why. And I think just to have the opportunity to grow and to, you know, grow into a, a man, grow into a young, the young man that I am today, I couldn't do it in another place. I and mean, I couldn't imagine this being another way. In the future, I just strive to continue to grow, strive to continue to lead, strive to continue to be the best version of myself I can be and learn along the way. I think... Uh, Money is nice. Championships are better. Money is nice. Championships are better. Every parent who has kids that play sports, clip that off and let them listen to it. That's it right there. And and listen, it's because of that that Jalen Hurts did take a team-friendly deal to win championships. Okay, so Dan, how do you anticipate them building in the draft this week? Good luck, Marcus. Um, It's very (laughs) similar to Kansas City of last year. I think, number one, keep the strength the strength. Last year, we loved Philly, and they played so well because they were significantly better on both sides of the ball at the line of scrimmage. 
but Jason Kelsey might only play for one more year. And Lane Johnson only has so many years left. And Brandon Graham at defensive end and Fletcher Cox at defensive tackle only have so much time left. So with those two first-round picks, it's really trying to make sure that you solidify the line of scrimmage for both those guys. The second thing is this, and this is why I say it's like Kansas City last year. Kansas City was very dependent on their two first-round picks being impactful players to go on their Super Bowl run. Philly's got to be very specific about the guys that they draft, knowing that they can make an impact this year because of some of the pieces that they lost and thinking those guys are going to have to replace some important players that they left in free agency. The youth's got to be a big part of Philly's season. It's going to start with those two first-rounders. It's an interesting balance, right, Dan? Because you're absolutely correct about the Eagles now paying their quarterback, needing younger players to contribute. By the way, not just this draft. I would say last year's draft as well. Yes. You know, they're not redshirting anymore. However, the positions of the most immediate need for them, safety, yep. running back, aren't necessarily the most important positions to the football team. They don't have the most value. And to your point, Dan, what doesn't feel like a hole today is going to be a hole tomorrow, potentially even this season with injuries, because the Eagles have so much veteran talent on those lines, both the offensive line and the defensive line, but they are getting up in the years. This is an organization that philosophically has been building in the trenches for a while. I expect that can, can continue in the early rounds. Even if people are clamoring for them to address, you know, the more obvious holes on the roster, that's just not how Philly operates, and it served them well. Well, first of all, let me say how excited I am that I'm going to see my family this uh, week. At the end of this week, I can't wait to see y'all. Hugs <laughs> for everybody. All right, here's the thing. Here's the thing. But let's let's start this damn Monday off disagreeing, okay? Because I agree with the fact that the offensive line and defensive line is the order of business. But y'all know I would contend that for every organization outside of obviously glaring holes or quarterback yeah. positions or left tackles. Running back, but a specific one, Bijan Robinson. Because like both of you said, yeah, we want to, in Philly, start planning for the departures of our veterans. But we also know that our veterans feel like we came back because we're in win-now mode again and to try to get this thing done. I think this player makes the biggest impact on that particular situation this year as far as them potentially getting back to the Super Bowl and winning it. And then you said something at the beginning and you brought up the Chiefs. And we sat in the studio and we talked all year long. When it came down to the end, obviously outside of Mahomes and Kelsey, you could contest that Pacheco was one of the most important people as far as that team being totally. able to do what they did down the stretch. Yeah. I think B. John Got Robinson would have that same impact for oh. the Philadelphia Eagles if they took him at Got 10. Him in the yeah. seventh round. I know, right, yeah. It, hey, yeah. Bijan will not still be there in the seventh round. We know that for sure. You won't be there, yeah. Lena. <laughs> Let's stay in the <laughs> NFC East, okay, with the division rival Same. Cowboys. Here we go. Whose offense will look much different this season following the departures of Ezekiel Elliott, Dalton Schultz, and offensive coordinator Kellen Moore. Dallas traded for Brandon Cooks and also filled a need on defense by acquiring Stephon Gilmore. The Cowboys had the 26th pick in the first round, and earlier today, we heard from Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy some interesting comments on their strategy as the draft approaches. Take a listen. I just think the draft board is so much like a, you know, like the, your call sheet in the Super Bowl. I mean, you, there's so much work that goes in to putting together this draft board. You have to trust your, you got to trust your board. This time of the week, 
and maybe the next three or four days, uh, we may be interested in going down or maybe up. <laughs> or we might sit there, but drafting's not our problem. Coaching is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> what do you do there? Like, okay, if you're Jerry. McCarthy, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jerry. Excuse you do me? nothing. You yeah. do nothing. Because he's laugh. the owner in the building now. Uh, you do nothing. You just Lord. laugh. Jerry needs to come you on and call live with that guy. Damn. He's got Fire. jokes. Uh, Dan, Sassy. how do they close the gap with Philly? Speed. Speed and scoring. I, they're not going to close the gap at the line of scrimmage that we just talked about with Philadelphia in this one draft. If you look at the Cowboys' last four playoff games, and specifically their last two, look at the points they've scored. A couple years ago, 22. Two years ago, 17. Last year's Buccaneers game, the day after, we were all anomaly. Last year, they got to find people on offense that are going to help them score in the biggest moments against good defenses and good teams. And that's why I say you could see Bijan for them. I think they should get a tight end. I like Michael Mayer there. If you want to tell me that Dalton Kincaid from Utah drops, I'm fine with that. I could also see a slot receiver. I know they just got Brandon Cooks. I'm thinking of this football team that's won 24 games in two years. They got to get more explosive on offense in the biggest games. Yeah, they pick at 26. Just a reminder. Marcus, where do you think they need to be looking? I agree with you, Dio, on the tight end part of it. And I think Michael Mayer, because the one thing that we got to remember is Mike McCarthy said this may look a little bit different. And if it looks different based on what we all perceive that to be is being able to run it when you want to, you want a guy that can obviously get downfield, sure hands and Michael Mayer, can win one-on-one -on -one with his big body, not too much separation based on what I've been watching, but he is a big body. And, yeah. and remember this, Dak Prescott came in the league with Jason Witten, who he had a lot of success with. Mm. Dalton Schultz was another, was another guy he had a lot of success with. Yep. And it was about being able to be inline blockers as well, especially if you want to feature the run game when need be. So I think he would be a home run. And to your point, if Bijan is there or if Jerry is serious about saying we potentially could come up, it better be for B. John Robbins. Um, as much grief as the Cowboys sometimes get organizationally, they've been really good at drafting yeah. in recent years in the first round. Yeah. And I expect that to continue this year because their needs, which you guys have laid out, Marcus, you mentioned this morning that cornerback will also be a need sooner rather than later, mm -hmm. align perfectly with where they're picking at the end of the draft. Tight end, running back, you're talking about speedy slot receivers. Those are positions that I think in the 20s, the 26, you're going to have your choice of some players that make a lot of sense for your offense. I think it really shook out the Cowboys' way, whereas if they needed you know, a different position, like maybe edge rusher, I wouldn't feel as good. Yeah, both Mel and Todd guys have the Cowboys selecting Notre Dame tight end Michael Mayer with the 26 yeah. overall picks. So we'll He's see like Jason Witten as well, like oh. style. Yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. that worked. Uh, yeah. We're just getting started here on NFL Live. Two-time Super Bowl champion Travis Kelsey joining the show to talk with us all things Chiefs and hear what he has to say about Zay Flowers working out with Patrick Mahomes. You don't want to miss it. Plus, there's been a lot of talk recently about C.J. Stroud's draft stock. We'll have Mel Kuyper Jr. and Todd McShay on the show to tell us what they're hearing on Stroud and his potential landing spots. It's all next. NFL Live is presented by Nerd Wallet, the smartest decision for all your financial decisions. We'll be right back.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. What if in 2024 you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Try Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. They have over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com tackle. Get 60% off at babbel.com tackle. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash tackle. Rules and restrictions may apply. Everything just looks so easy, as you can see. As you can see, he hit the ceiling right there. All gone. All right, mission accomplished. Where's the roof? There it is. Kimbe Mutombo at the roof. Oh, no, sir. See, you hit the ceiling? I'm trying to break it. Trying to put a hole through it. Almost broke the ceiling in a showcase of my own talent. Check out Anthony Richardson's journey in episode four as Archie, Peyton, and Eli help him prepare for the NFL draft. It's on the clock. Presented by Ego Outdoor Power Tools, premiering tonight at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on ESPN2 and ESPN+. Plus. Great insight into who these players are. All right, I feel sure the 49ers are going to find something to do to occupy their time Thursday. But as it stands, they have no picks until round three. A reminder, truly, of just how much they gave up to trade up to get Trey Lance as the third overall pick. San Francisco spoke today. Trey and I have talked, and, and we're on the same page, and Trey knows exactly where the situation is. His mindset is all about um, competing, and I think that's exactly where his mindset should be. I expect Trey to be here, and uh, you know we're excited about Trey's ability to compete and uh, what he can do for our franchise, just as we were when we drafted uh, Trey. And, and um, you know, I think the only thing that's changed this offseason is that Trey's gone and got himself healthy. He was injured last year. He's done a really good job of doing that. He's done some different things in terms of his training this offseason. He's very encouraged by that. And we'll see when we get an opportunity to get out there on the field with him. But we have every reason to be encouraged as well. Let's bring Adam Schefter in here. Adam, interesting there from Lynch. What more can you tell us about Trey Lance and the quarterback situation in San Francisco? Oh, Laura, we have breaking news right now. Uh, breaking news. Aaron Rodgers officially is being traded to the New York Jets. And it just came down moments ago in a trade involving six picks. Aaron Rodgers is going to the New York Jets. It's official. 
It is happening, finally, after all this time. We've been waiting for this trade to happen, and now it is. And here are the details of the trade that just came down. The Jets are sending their first-round pick this year, their second-round pick this year. Sorry. Well, hold on. Big swagoo, hold on. Their second-round pick next year, it's a conditional pick. They get back, they get back the Packers' first-round pick this year and a fifth-round pick, but the trade is coming down. Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Jet. It is official. The two sides are in agreement right now. And essentially, here are the terms of the trade that I can give you exactly as it stands. The Jets, and again, this is in real time, so it's coming in. Aaron Rodgers, pick number 15 in the first round. A 2023 fifth-round pick, number 170. The Packers get pick number 13. A 2023 second-round pick, number 42. The Jets' first-round pick, first pick in the second round. A sixth-round pick, number 207. A conditional 2024 second-round pick that becomes a one if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays this year. And so the trade that we've been waiting for finally has been agreed to. Aaron Rodgers is being sent to the Jets, and the Jets have a quarterback And the Packers have extra draft capital and extra draft ammunition. Adam, fascinating as you hear the haul on both sides and how this ended up going down. I think that conditional pick is what really sticks out to me based on Rodgers' play. But I just want to follow up with this. How did they finally get to this point? It feels like the first round picks had to have been involved here, certainly, especially for the Packers side of things. Well, Laura, listen, it's draft week, and both sides need to get this done. The Packers need the draft capital to surround Jordan Love with those picks. And the Jets want their quarterback. He wants to be a part of the offseason program. And so it was only a matter of time before they got this deal done. They've been talking here in recent days, trying to get this worked out. And now, officially, it is agreed to. And there you see the terms of the trade that just went down, a historic trade. The second time the Jets have gotten a trade done like this with the Packers, you remember the last time they traded for Brett Favre. That was a conditional fourth-round pick, a conditional fourth-round pick. This side, this time, the trade is done, and obviously you see the extensive terms there that we discussed, but it's a historic deal in this particular situation. Go Go ahead, Mina. Yeah. um, Okay. Wow. So many thoughts in response to this. First of all, say going from 15 to 13 is not totally insignificant because you're jumping the Patriots. And if the Packers are in the market for a wide receiver, Mm. Jackson Smith and Jigba, for example, might be there at 13 and not at 15. So just going to throw that out there. But Laura, I I think you hit on it. The, The aspect of this deal the jumps out the most to me is that conditional second-round pick. I wouldn't be surprised if that is what was holding it up, frankly, because the Jets obviously wanted some security that they were trading for a player who's actually going to play this season. Um, and for the Packers to get what I believe more likely than not will be a first-round pick, granted Two. probably a later first-round pick, but still for Aaron Rodgers, 
that is a victory. No, I, I feel like oh. no, no buts about it. That's a, that's a win for Green Bay. Yeah, again, that was the conditional 2024 second-round pick that Adam just reported on. It becomes a first yes. if Rodgers right. plays 65% of the plays. Really important there. Go ahead, Dan. 65% of the plays this season, right, Shefty? Uh, that's correct, yeah. Dan. Yeah. 65% injury, whatever it may be, he's got to be out there so, for 65 percent of the Jets' offensive plays. And I think this was one of the hang-ups in the deal. I think the Packers really wanted to come out of this with a first-round draft pick somehow. And this is the closest that the Jets were willing to go by providing a conditional second-round pick next year that could become a one if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays. Yeah, so, so that's the situation. Yep. Shefty, as always, the best in the business. Mm. Tremendous. Um, Jets are Super Bowl contenders. That remains in place. I think the two things that stand out, so he could potentially be traded for two number one picks and the number two pick. That is a massive cost for the Jets that had to do it. I do like the fact that they have a first-round pick, though. Mina, your point about going to 13 in front of New England is great, but I still think the Jets can get the offensive tackle they want at 15. I still yeah, think that there's going to be, you know, so like we had all thought they would take one at 13. They still should be able to get the quarterback they wanted and needed in Rodgers and also should be able to get one of the first-round offensive tackles that group of five kind of has the opportunity to have. Adam, just if people are tuning in right now, I'd like you to rehash yeah. exactly what's happened here. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, a short time ago, Laura, the New York Jets and Green Bay Packers agreed to a trade that will send Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets. And it's a trade that involves six picks. And there you see the picks involved. The Jets get Aaron Rodgers. They flip picks in the first round this year. With the Jets going from 13 to 15, the Jets also get back a fifth-round pick this year. You see what the Packers get. The 13th overall pick this year. The number 42 pick in the second round. They get a sixth-round pick this year and a conditional second-round pick next year that becomes a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays. It is done. Aaron Rodgers is being traded to the Jets. These two sides have haggled over this deal for six weeks, going back and forth, trying to come up with some sort of compensation package that would work for both teams. Obviously, with the draft being this week, it was only a matter of time before they stepped up. And oh, by the way, the Jets get back Aaron Rodgers. And even though Hall of Fame quarterback Joe Namath has given permission to Aaron Rodgers to wear his number 12, my understanding is, is that Aaron Rodgers is going to wear number eight in New York, the number eight that he wore in college at Cal out of respect to Joe Namath. So he's not going to wow. take the 12 that was offered up. So he's going to lose that number, number 12, and instead go with number <laughs> eight and wear number eight with the New York Jets. Okay, I see what you did there. He, did, he wanted you to lose uh, your, his number, actually, Adam. Uh, Marcus, go ahead. We haven't heard from you yet on this breaking news from Adam Schefter that the, the trade has been finalized. Aaron Rodgers is a Jet. This is, G, this is a fine job of GM and by Brian Gutekunst. And I know He's taken a lot of uh, scrutiny throughout this entire process of seeing Aaron Rodgers and deciding if he was going to come back. But for both teams in particular, one, they both win because they address the, the enormous needs that they have. But to get 
Back to what uh, Mina brought up and Dan. To get two first-round picks, the 65%, obviously, that's boring. No injury. If he's not injured, he's going to play 65% of the snaps. Right. But you get two ones and the two. They also got that second-round pick this year. And we've been talking about Green Bay and the positioning that they needed to be in in order to build around Jordan Love. Whether you are building a roster out and you have to draft a quarterback of the future or whether you're building around Jordan Love based on how he plays this year, Green Bay has really set themselves up for the next couple of years to not only be able to maneuver if they find a quarterback, if they find out that Jordan Love is not the guy, but you also look at this team and this entire saga that they've been through with Aaron Rodgers. And for anyone at the beginning of this to come out to this point that we're at now where both sides get what they want and Green Bay is sitting there with a haul of draft picks and the opportunity to improve their team, Aaron Rodgers get gets what he wants after everything we watched transpired. This is a phenomenal job of business mm. by the NFL and two general managers, Joe Douglas as well, with not relenting on having a first-round pick, but having it just two picks later. Phenomenal GMing on both of these uh, both of these franchises' part. A reminder that it's been just over a month, a little bit more than that ago, that Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show made it known that he wanted to be a New York Jet. As Adam told us, six weeks of time between I'm these two teams trying to get this whole thing worked out. I do want to point out that we still expect the Packers to speak at 4.30 Eastern. That's in three or so minutes. So Ooh. if that happens, we'll bring that to you live <laughs> as soon as we can get it. And we'll see exactly what they say. Of course, they've got some good news, I think, on both sides to report here. Certainly, we'll let you you know as soon as we hear from the Jets as well. Again, the breaking news here that Aaron Rodgers has become officially a New York Jet. I, I would like to get everyone's take right now on the Jets Super Bowl chances. And the reason why I'm saying that, it sounds maybe extreme, but they don't do this unless they think they're winning the Super Bowl. Mina, what do you say to that? Oh, yeah, I think they're absolutely Super Bowl contenders, um, assuming, of course, that you know, Rodgers can continue play at a high level. But when you look at this roster on both sides of the ball, they're so complete. Really, part of the reason why we've been harping on offensive tackle for them in the draft is because they don't really have other glaring needs. Uh, you know, they could add at pass catcher, certainly, maybe safety. But to me, protecting Aaron Rodgers becomes job number one, job number two, job number three. So if they're able to get a... a, a First round talent with now pick 15, a right tackle, depending on how things shake out with Dwayne Brown and Makai Becton. I think that's the way to go. And if they can do that, there's no reason why this team can't go far in, in the AFC. Yeah, there's a class in the AFC. It's Kansas City, it's Cincinnati, and it's Buffalo. The Jets are now in that class. Miami's going to be right there as well. But with this defense that's still young, I believe they re-signed Connor McGovern at center as well today. So this is an offensive yep. line that should be a pretty darn good unit. With Aaron Rodgers and Shefty, if you're still with us, confirm to me. I think you yep. said he uh, wants to be a part of the offseason program as well, so they're expecting his attendance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is enormous. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. Go ahead, Adam. That's how much money? How much no, money? I, Do you have any idea of how much money the Packers are paying with his salary and or the Jets? Not officially yet, Dan, but I think we'll see something get done oh. here. Um, they're still working on that as well. Again, the parameters of the trade are agreed to. We'll see about the contract next. But, yes, Aaron Rodgers – I think part of this was he wanted to be a part That's a big of deal. the offseason program. And obviously, yeah, the Jets want him there. Obviously, he's not going to have a hard time picking up the <coughs> offense, being that Nathaniel Hackett is the offensive coordinator. But he now will be cleared to be a part of the Jets offseason program, which began last week. 
and he can take part in these drills and get to know his new teammates and familiarize himself with the offense, which he knows very well from having worked in it before. But now the Jets can go forward. And here's the great thing, right? Like both sides said, we can wait. The Packers said, we're happy to squat on Aaron Rodgers if we have to. We don't need to trade him. We're not going to trade him until we get the picks. But the truth of the matter is they want the capital in this draft this weekend. And the Jets have said, well, we'll wait for our quarterback. But the truth is they wanted their quarterback. And so it was in the interests of both sides to figure out a way to get this done. And the Packers general manager, Brian Gutekunst, and the Jets general manager, Joe Douglas, have spent recent days talking about this, trying to get the deal straightened out to where they finally do. And now the Packers have extra draft capital to surround Jordan Love and the Jets get their quarterback. A couple of other things, like I mentioned. You talk about the Jets being Super Bowl contenders. I think the NFL is going to think that because last year, the Jets played one game, one game, on primetime. Mm. This year, they are eligible to play up to six primetime games. You think Aaron Rodgers matters? Now, I don't know that it'll come in at six games on primetime for the Jets, but I'll bet you it's going to be at least five, maybe six, depending on what the NFL schedule maker says about it. So the relevancy, their importance, how relevant they are in the market, it just went through the roof by them adding another former legendary Packers quarterback. Again, just to reset, and we're going to you, Dan, uh, teams swapping the first-round picks, the Jets and the Packers. The Packers also get second and six-round picks and a 2024 conditional second-round pick that could be a first-round, depending on the playing time of Aaron Rodgers if he plays 65% of the time during this season. Go ahead, Dan. This is a team, the Jets last year, that we all thought were really, really good and had some impressive wins. So they now have added Aaron Rodgers. They're going to get Brees Hall back healthy and they have the 15th pick of the draft, and they have the 42nd pick of the draft, if they draft well again this year like they did last year, this is a bona fide Super Bowl contender in the AFC and probably as big a threat to the Kansas City Chiefs as the Bengals are. Marcus. I I just – what Dan just said, you can't reiterate enough of what Aaron Rodgers is walking into at his disposal. I think he got a top five wide receiver in the building. He got a young running back that's coming off of an injury that was trending towards being rookie of the year. Don't forget that this team went out and got Uzama last year as well from mm. the Cincinnati Bengals. Like this, this is a this is a this is a team now where you put your where, where you put Aaron Rodgers and insert him. And that is why the offseason was so important right. for these guys to get on the same page and have that ability to build this rapport before they touch the field. Last year we saw that hurt. Green Bay with those young wide receivers. And you telling me now that they going to have a Garrett Wilson is going to have an opportunity to work with Aaron Rodgers and understand the way he wants to throw the football, the type of throws that he's going to make. Aaron Rodgers walking back into familiarity with obviously Nathaniel Hackett calling plays. It's about the players. It's about Aaron Rodgers being there. But in order to be a Super Bowl contender, as we all know, you need to know the 11 you're taking the field with. And the fact that he is going to have that opportunity, that changes everything for the New York Jets. Again, enormous breaking news from Adam Schefter. Officially, Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet and will be their quarterback. The Packers get a haul on their side of things. And there's a whole lot more coming your way on NFL Live as we'll get your reaction from both sides of this. Waiting to hear from the Packers who have a press conference that's scheduled to start right around now. We'll update you there. More from Adam coming your way as the details of this trade being solidified continue to come in. Glad you're with us on ESPN. NFL Live carries on next. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Let's go.
finality for everybody in it. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We're back on NFL Live with breaking news. And NFL Live is brought to you by NerdWallet. Let's go right back to Adam Schefter with the latest on Aaron Rodgers and the news you just broke, Adam. Well, Laura, this deal always was going to be on track to get done for this week. I actually think it's a little bit earlier than some people thought because Friday seemed to be the deadline. But as it turns out, the two teams have flipped first round picks with the Packers going up to number 13 and the Jets going back to number 15 with, oh, by the way, the New England Patriots sandwiched right in the middle of those two teams. But the two teams officially have agreed to a trade now that will send Aaron Rodgers Pick number 15, a fifth-round pick this year to the Green Bay Packers for pick, or to the Jets for pick 13 for a second-round pick, number 42, a sixth-round pick. And here's the key pick, the conditional two next year that can turn into a one if Rodgers plays in 65% of the plays this upcoming season. So if Rodgers comes in, stays healthy, plays well, plays 65% of the plays then Green Bay will extract the Jets' number one pick. The way the Jets would look at it is this. If Rodgers is on the field for 65% of the plays, the Jets are betting that they'll have a chance to have a really strong season, make the playoffs, and that first-round pick won't be as high up as they thought. But if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play a lot, then it'll be a two next year, and that is the terms of the trade. But the trade is in place It becomes the second time in 14 years, I believe, that the Packers and Jets have agreed upon a historical trade (laughs) that would send a legendary Packers quarterback to New York. Last time, it was Brett Favre. That was a conditional fourth-round pick. This is a trade that involves six picks altogether, and this is a pick, uh, a trade, that took six-plus weeks for the two sides to figure out and put together. There was a whole bunch of back-and-forth The bottom line, finally, officially, Aaron Rodgers is being traded to the New York Jets. Yeah, I'm looking at some tweets coming in from our Packers reporter, Rob Domofsky, who is there at the press conference happening right now in Green Bay. We'll bring that to you actually after this next break, so you'll be able to hear from Brian Gutekunst and his perspective on everything that Adam is reporting here. One quote I want to throw out from Gutekunst already. He said, moving forward with compensation in this year's draft was important Mm. to us. You can see how key that was. This year, they felt like they could add some really important pieces on the Packers side of things. Adam, more from you coming, but Mina, 
I want to get your take quickly on that side, the Packers Hall yeah. and, and how important it was for them to make sure that happened now. Yeah, uh, there's two aspects of this, the first rounder and the second rounder. Uh, I think with the first rounder, and kind of this is my first reaction to the deal, at first glance it seems like going from 15 to 13 is really nothing. But when you consider the team's needs, you see that it could actually make a big difference in the draft because we all believe the, pa the Packers need a pass catcher. Previously to the trade, they were picking behind New England, another team that needs a pass catcher. Now they get to go ahead of him, so they'll have – you know, a better choice of, say, a wide receiver. And by the way, that's also meaningful for the Jets because they need an offensive tackle. New England might draft an offensive tackle, so that might push them back. And then the getting the extra second in this draft, again, you could go tight end there. This is such a deep tight end class. There could be such a good tight end available or safety, which is another need, but it just helps them be more competitive right now with Jordan Love. You know, as you continue to look at the details on both sides of this, it just becomes apparent that both sides are winners. It, Dan, your immediate reaction to the Jets side of things, because they did give up a lot, but they had to get this done. They couldn't let this go any longer. Their entire team and their entire future seemingly yeah. built around getting Aaron Rodgers solidified, and now they've done that. The Rams gave up two first-round picks, Jared Goff and a third-round pick for Matthew Stafford, and won the Super Bowl. And that's the blueprint that the Jets are trying to follow. It's expensive. There's no question about it. But when you have a Super Bowl caliber football team, and think about I, I put myself in the shoes of the teammates of the Jets, the energy that is going to be in that building, and now the expectation is 100% elevated. And I say this every time we talk about the AFC. Look at Brees Hall talking about it. Yeah, there we go. I say this every time we talk about the AFC, and you guys know this. If you don't have a quarterback that can go – head-to-head -head with Patrick and Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow and Peace. like uh, Trevor Lawrence, you don't have a chance. The Jets now have a chance. And if their defense plays the way that they're capable of and those young players come along and Aaron is healthy, because I'll remind everybody of the thumb injury last year, yep. they got a chance, a real chance to win the Super Bowl. They got to select really good in the first and second round this year, qu no question. But this is very similar to what the Rams did to go get Matthew Stafford, and they won the Super Bowl in the first year. You just saw in Jets running back Brees Hall's tweet the photo of Aaron Rodgers wearing the eight on the jersey from his days at Cal. As Adam reported, he's expected to go back to number eight, wanted to out of respect to Joe Namath, the legendary Jet, not wear number 12. So you'll see him in the eight jersey. And there's a whole lot more to this. So stick right here with ESPN as we'll be right back after this break with more from the Packers side of things as they're taking the podium live. We'll hear from their GM, Brian Gutekunst, with a little bit more detail on how this all went down. Aaron Rodgers, who has done so so much in Green Bay, now going to New York. He's a Jet, folks. And then the Jets, of course, setting themselves up for what they believe is a Super Bowl run. We'll be right back. NFL Live returns after this. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. 
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome back to NFL Live, presented by Nerd Wallet. Adam Schefter reporting breaking news. We'll get to that in just a moment. It's all about Aaron Rodgers today. It is my intention to play for the Jets. There's a lot of reasons why the Jets are attractive. A team like the Jets, who you know have always been the Jets, that's not the same old Jets. You know, this is a good football team. I still have that fire, and I want to play, and you work. It's just a matter of getting that done at this point. Breaking news here on NFL Live. Adam Schefter reporting that Aaron Rodgers officially a Jet. The Packers side of things got a lot of what they wanted. We'll bring you a little bit more from their side. But I do want to tell you this quote from GM Bryden Gunakuts from Rob Domofsky at the press conference just now. Quote, Aaron is obviously up there in age. I think he's got some really good football left in him. As we got through the offseason, this made sense. Having Jordan Love sit for another year would have delayed his development. So certainly the Jordan Love era beginning. But today is about the Jets in a lot of ways. And when you think about that, Dan, and just what they may target in this draft, where they may go, how they can really make the most of this to build around Aaron Rodgers yep. and what they already have, what do you think is important there? Well, well, the fact that they swapped those first-round picks with the Packers is a big deal. They still should go offensive tackle in the first round. So really good offense skill-wise and a potentially good offensive line. But Aaron Rodgers' blindside, Makai Becton, isn't reliable, you know, because of the injuries. So you're thinking offensive tackle in the first round. The group that you'll be choosing from is um, Darnell Wright, Harrison Johnson, Peter Skaronsky, Broderick Jones. So there's a group that you could plug and play a potential left tackle in or somebody goes to right tackle, potentially the rookie, and then Max Mitchell's playing to left. I think the second round pick is just as important. I'm thinking tight end for them. I look at Sam Laporta out of Iowa. I think that you're looking at um, Will Mallory mm. from Miami. I think you're looking at Luke Musgrave from Oregon State. Yeah. This is an offense with Ooh. Nathaniel Hackett that loves to be in 12 personnel, two tight ends. They've got one pretty reliable run right now. I think if they go tackle in the first round that has to plug and play like Tristan Wirfs and then tight end in the second round, there, there's tears in the AFC. Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo are in Tier 1. The Jets are now in Tier 1 before these picks. Hey, I just want to point this out quickly, guys. I just got a text from Todd McShay, a little bit more on the draft angle since we're on that right now. He says, could help Green Bay to get tight end Dalton Kincaid ahead of New England yeah. at 14, right? So remember, that's important that they got ahead of him. The Jets could get the same guy at 15 as 13, but New England now capable 13, of yeah. taking offensive tackle Broderick Jones out of Georgia. Yep. That's important, too, as Mina's pointed out a couple times. He also said he doesn't think that the Jets won't take offensive tackle Darnell right doesn't fit their profile could go defensive tackle Kalijah Kansi if the top three offensive tackles are gone so something to keep in mind is the draft is just three days away we're going to see all this going down Amina go ahead no I, I 
it makes sense, right, if they don't like the players. But, uh, you know, as we talk about the Jets and their needs and what they need for Aaron Rodgers in particular, you really would hope that they could bolster that offensive line, especially since Rodgers, at this point in his career, he's still an elite quarterback. But you saw this last year, and, and I don't think this is something that I would pin entirely on the injury. He doesn't want to get hit at this point. And, and I... I get it, Aaron, we're like the same age. I don't want to get hit either. But uh, protection is more important than it was in the past. He is not as mobile as he was. He's not as likely to extend plays. You want him destroying defenses from the pocket. I'd also add, I love Dan's ideas about the tight ends. You know, one of the things watching Green Bay's offense last year that was a little bit frustrating was, and some of this, I think, a lot of it was because of the personnel. Rodgers really wasn't using the deep middle of the field the way he usually does sure. to great effect. I think the combination of Garrett, William, uh, Garrett Wilson pardon me, and a tight end who can press the scene could bring that part of his game back and make this mm. offense really deadly. All right, so much more reaction still coming here on NFL Live as all of this news is coming in real time. Again, the breaking news from Adam Schefter that Aaron Rodgers is officially a New York Jet. We'll hear from the Packers in just a little bit as we keep on with lots of different angles here. What exactly does this Jets offense look like specifically with Aaron Rodgers at the helm? We'll dive into that and so much more. Stay with us right here on ESPN. We'll be right back. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. NFL Live is presented by NerdWallet, the smartest decision for all your financial decisions. Top stories brought to you by Sleep Number. Breaking news with Adam Schefter. Adam? All right, Laura, we have a trade that impacts two teams and Thursday night and Friday night's draft and next year's draft. The Packers and Jets finally have agreed to a deal that will send Aaron Rodgers 
to the New York Jets in return and in a trade involving six different picks, starting with Thursday night where the Packers go from number 15 to number 13. The Jets go from 13 to 15, and the Packers are now on the clock in the second round with the number 42 overall selection. But the Jets have the quarterback that they've been pursuing all offseason. There we go, the breaking news that's rocking the sports world today, thanks to Adam. Let's hear a little bit more from the Green Bay side of things. GM Brian Gutekunst from moments ago. In Phoenix, have you talked to Aaron at all, or was this strictly done just through the agent? Yeah, I have not talked to Aaron. Um, I have talked to, they've done quite a bit, um, but I have not talked to Aaron. Hey, Goody, you said you wanted to do what was right for Aaron and right mm -hmm. for the team. Why is trading him the right thing for your team? Forget about him. Why is it the right thing for you guys? Yeah, I think it's, I think where our team is at. Obviously, Aaron's uh, you know up there in age and has you know yeah, I don't know, however many years he has. I think he's got some really good football left in him. But uh, I think for us, it was just uh, as we got through the off season and started talking about where we wanted to go. Um, this made a little bit of sense for us. We wanted to get his input, like I've told you guys in, in the past, and would have loved to have that and kind of see where he sat with that. Um, that didn't happen. That was a little bit unfortunate and disappointing for me. But at the same time, um, I just think, you know, as we move forward, um, you know, uh, we're really excited where Jordan can go. He needs to play. And uh, having him sit another year, I think, um, would really delayed kind of, you know, where we're going and what we're trying to build. Dan, what does the Jets offense look like with Aaron Rodgers as their quarterback? As complete as anybody in the AFC, you know, because of the addition of Alan Lazard, I'll go back to that 15th draft pick. I think they need to hit on a tackle there. But roster-wise, I think this is as complete a football team as the Kansas City Chiefs as well. Probably the most important part of all of this outside of adding Aaron Rodgers is the fact that he will be there in the offseason. That is not something that should be overlooked. That is a paramount part. And the Jets actually taking that step, him being there is huge. Marcus. Yeah, I think it, it, just putting them in contention, number one, but also like having the disposal of a run game with Brees Hall. We saw him effectively operate after play action last year when they actually got going in Green Bay. So I think that's a huge deal for Aaron Rodgers. The protection is going to be key for him this year because we saw those numbers drop off when he wasn't protected well. This is large, but the Jets still have work to do. I'm going to pump the brakes a little bit on the offense. I would still put them behind the likes of the Chiefs and the Bengals. However, I think the Jets have a better defense than both of those teams, and that's why I do believe that they're contenders because of the defense. This is a very balanced football team. Again, thanks for tuning in today to NFL Live. The breaking news from Adam Schefter live on air, wild and crazy. Aaron Rodgers is a Jet.